Welcome to the Schwab Market Update podcast, where each trading day we recap key market results and statistics. I'm Rob Fleming, filling in for Keith Lansford, and here's a summary of what happened today, Monday, September 25th. Stocks edged higher in a relatively quiet day Monday with the S&P 500 index and NASDAQ composite recovering a bit of the lost ground lost last week. As investors hunkered down to wait for trading cues from upcoming economic data releases and the start of next earnings season. The 10-year Treasury note yield, meanwhile, pushed to levels not seen since October 2007 after multiple Federal Reserve officials delivered hawkish commentary about interest rates and inflation on Friday afternoon. Treasury yields have surged in recent weeks as a robust U.S. economy has repeatedly defied a Fed determined to push inflation back to the central bank's 2% target rate. Higher yields, which can reflect pessimistic expectations about inflation, have been a recurring source of concern among stock investors. Surging oil prices, which have added to the gloom in recent weeks, took a breather Monday, with WTI crude oil futures pulling back below $90. Stocks are attempting to stabilize following last week's 2.9% drop in the S&P 500, but the price action looks tentative, says Nathan Peterson, Director of Derivatives Analysis at the Schwab Center for Financial Research. Quote, yields on the 10-year hit a fresh cycle high of 4.533% earlier today, which makes it difficult to prompt buying, end quote. Yields will likely remain the focus until we get to third quarter earnings season, which unofficially kicks off on October 13th with the big banks, he adds. Quote, with a forward price earnings ratio of roughly 18.5 on the S&P 500, the bulls will need to see some reassurance that the potential for future earnings growth is in play, end quote. Here is where the major benchmarks ended. The S&P 500 index was up 17 points or 0.4%, at 4,337.44. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 43 points, or 0.13%, at 34,006.88. The NASDAQ was up 60 points, or 0.45%, at 13,271.32. The 10-year Treasury note yield was up 10 basis points at 4.54%. CBOE's volatility index edged down to 17.11. Energy was the best-performing sector Monday despite the slight pullback in oil prices. The U.S. dollar index, which has been rising since July as investors digested the likelihood of higher-for-longer interest rates, pushed to its highest level so far this year. The following companies had stock price moves driven by quarterly earnings, analyst ratings, or other news. Alcoa fell 6.5% after the aluminum company unexpectedly replaced its chief executive. 
Alibaba was down about 1.5% as Chinese stocks confronted a host of challenges. Over the weekend, a Chinese central bank official warned that the bank wouldn't be offering support to the country's struggling economy. Meanwhile, struggling property giant China Evergrande announced it was scrapping a debt restructuring deal in the latest sign of trouble from the country's embattled housing industry. Chinese internet company NetEase slipped about 1%, automaker Neo was 2.9% lower, and e-commerce retailer JD.com was down about 2.1%. Amazon was up 1.5% after saying it would invest up to $4 billion in artificial intelligence or AI startup Anthropic. Amazon said it would use Anthropic's chips to develop its own AI tool. CarMax rose 1.5% after Wedbush upgraded the used car seller's stock, citing expectations for improving future profits. The company is due to report quarterly earnings results on Thursday. Ford Motor was up almost 1% following reports that it had reached an agreement with Canadian workers on a new labor deal, raising hopes the carmaker may be able to reach an agreement with striking American workers. GE Healthcare Technologies gained more than 3% following its announcement Friday of a $0.03-per-share dividend for shareholders of record as of October 20th. Chinese electric car maker Li Auto fell 9.5% following reports that phone-making giant Huawei was entering the country's already competitive EV market. Netflix was up about 1% following reports the Writers Guild of America had reached a tentative agreement with a group representing studios and streaming services to end a writer's strike. Paramount Global was 0.4% lower and Walt Disney slipped about 0.6%. Williams-Sonoma jumped 11.4% following reports that two funds run by private equity fund Leonard and Green and Partners had increased their holdings in the kitchenware retailer. Earnings are light this week, but the companies that do report are influential such as semiconductor giant Micron on Wednesday afternoon and athletic firm Nike on Thursday afternoon. This is the last week of the third quarter. Volatility can pick up during such periods as fund managers conduct window dressing by dumping losers and adding winners before mailing quarterly results to their clients. Investors will be getting a look at more economic data starting Tuesday when consumer confidence for September and new home sales for August are due. August durable goods follow on Wednesday, and Thursday brings the final estimate for the second quarter gross domestic product after a downward revision last month to 2.1% from 2.4%. The week will close on Friday with personal consumption expenditure prices, the inflation metric watched most closely by the Fed. What happens after this week is up in the air as the threat of a government shutdown looms. Congress must pass a spending bill by this weekend when the fiscal year ends or many government services will be disrupted, including the release of needed economic data. 
If the government shuts down, it may result in a delay in receiving timely updates on the labor market and other important data releases, says Cooper Howard, a fixed-income strategist at the Schwab Center for Financial Research. Quote, this likely raises the bar for an additional rate hike this cycle because it would be hard for the Fed to justify another rate hike when timely data is unavailable, end quote. Late Monday, investors were pricing in an 82% implied probability that the Fed will keep rates on hold its October 30th through November 1st meeting, according to the CME FedWatch tool. This has been the Schwab Market Update Podcast. To stay informed, visit schwab.com forward slash market update or follow for free in your favorite podcasting app. And if you like what you've heard, please consider leaving us a rating or a review. It really helps new listeners find the show. Keith Lansford will be back with another update tomorrow. For important disclosures, see the show notes and schwab.com forward slash market update podcast.